Okay, hey team, hope everyone is well. Looking forward to delivering another team training. Uh, and this one is, is very relatable to the situation we're in at the moment. And this is training is going to cover like how to get in shape for summer whilst enjoying yourself. It's what everybody wants to do. We want to feel great. We want to be in better shape because it gives us confidence. We can enjoy ourselves more and, and we don't worry as much. But then also, you know, we want to enjoy ourselves and, and we want to be able to drink and eat, you know, drink alcohol and eat food. So it's all about finding that balance. And, and this training is going to give you the framework to be able to do that. And the framework is not going to be like logistics because, you know, calorie buffering and, and reducing what you eat before a social, all of these things, you know, and, and I will touch on, but I want to try and give you a framework that's, that goes deeper than that. Because as we all know, like the logistics of how anything is achieved is, is the easy stuff. Okay. It's the actual framework that allows for that to happen. You know, the, the framework or, or the, how you sort of get in shape summer and, and enjoy yourself you know, is calorie buffering and all these sort of techniques that you know, but it's your organization, your ability to prioritize, your mindset and your lifestyle that caters um, for that to happen. So looking forward to diving into it. Um, and yeah, here we go. So what is the big problem when it comes to when it comes to wanting to get in shape for summer with uh, with enjoying yourself as well? Well, one of the main problems, and, and to be honest, um, there are a lot of things and I'm going to go through each of the ones because it is a, a tough thing to do in a sense. There are a lot of challenges and I'm going to sort of delve into the main problems that tend to occur when, when trying to pursue that. Uh, and the first of all is your narrative and perspective around the topic. I think if you've tried to get in shape before and you've never sort of fulfilled your potential with it, it's very easy to believe that it's not possible. Or if it is possible, it's just too hard. It's not worth it. And if you think about your, your health and fitness goal and, and specifically, you know, getting leaner, losing weight, when you've tried so much and then every summer, you know, you're drinking, you're eating, you're enjoying yourself and your physique just gets worse or never to the place you want, deep down, like on a fundamental basis, your belief system is just not as open to it as it could be. So I think, first of all, we have to realize that a lot of problems with trying to do this is, do you actually believe that it is possible? And are you open to, to leaning into that? Because there are challenges. It's not easy. Uh, but are you open to that? And that's the first thing. Second of all, there's a lot of distractions, you know, sun, booze, food, holidays, time off work, socials. There's a lot to distract you from your health and fitness goal. And as humans, we always tend to seek the path of least resistance. So even though you're passionate about your goal, there just becomes so many distractions and it becomes easier to just push your problems under the carpet and just just crack on and just sort of put them to one side and don't deal with them. And obviously that is a hazardous for your goal because it just continues to leave you stuck. And then every single summer you're self-conscious, you're not liking how you feel, you're not confident in yourself. And it's like, well, you have to be able to tackle these problems because you can't eliminate the distractions. They're always going to be there. So we have to know, right, how can we manage them um, to the best of our ability? And it's very easy, you know, to, to really want to get in great shape. But then as soon as you've gone out with friends, you've had a long day, you have a glass of wine, you have a sip of your beer, you know, you just think, ah, oh, fuck it, it doesn't matter, I can't be bothered. It's fine, I'll just push it into the carpet, it's too hard. You know, it's very easy to, to be distracted and follow the path of, of least resistance. So that's number two, that's a big problem. Number three, just as I've said, plenty of socials and, you know, that means more food and drink. And that means a lot of calories. 
if you're going out for a meal and, and you're having a start made and dessert, you're having a few drinks before and after, I mean, two, three, four thousand calories can be consumed. You know, if you put that into like your week, that's a large chunk. So we do have to do a lot of accounting for it. Um, and that's why socials can become a big problem when there's so many of them, because it just gets harder to manage. And that's where being more organized and, and being um, be able to prioritize a lot more comes into play as well. Uh, the final problem is motivation is lower. You know, when we when something is challenging, it's very easy to just get a bit disheartened. We sort of disengage. And what we tend to do is we almost forget and disconnect from our reason why. So why you started in the first place, what it would mean to you to achieve your goal. So we generally just feel a little bit lower in motivation. And if you're someone that has always prized yourself on, you know, thriving when you're motivated, but then when motivation's gone, you know, so are your efforts, then this is going to be a big challenge for you. You know, and this is where discipline comes into play um, and just reconnecting to your reason why. So they're the four main problems that I see crop up all of the time with you and everyone else that wants to get in great shape whilst enjoying the summer. But let's flip perspective. Let's be a bit more positive and let's bring the reality of well, what's to gain. So we know what the problems are and the challenges and, and what, what's tough, but also what's the gain? What's the positive of, of being able to do this? And essentially, um, we get the best of both worlds. OK, we feel fulfilled and you will know just as well as I like the feeling of fulfillment is life changing. You know, when you have a goal that is in front of you, you know, you're moving towards it and you just feel content and happy. You're happy with where you are right now. You're even more excited for the journey ahead because you can see clearly where you're going and you have clarity um, and it just works wonders for your mental and physical health. And that benefits you, but also everyone around you as well. Um, confidence is sky high. This is for me. Confidence is king. Confidence is a happy life. And you'll know as well, like when you're confident, it benefits you and everyone around you. OK, it benefits your career. It benefits your family, your partner, your friends. OK, when your confidence is high, you've just got a swing, you know, a swing with your walk and a bit of a swagger in your step. And you just feel great. Like when you do something and you're confident, it's one of the most rewarding feelings. And life is better when you're confident. OK, and, and that's why, um, you know, it, it's such an important goal that if we achieve it, like we're going to have so much confidence and we can take that into summer and, and just enjoy everything to the max. And this ties in so nicely with uh, number three, which is more memorable memories and experiences. And what I mean by that is you will you create memories and experiences all the time. OK, let's say you and your partner, you know, you go on holidays, you have nice meals out and that's all well and good. But how memorable are they? And are they memorable for the right reasons? OK, what I mean by that is, do you remember your holiday for, you know, a time when you were self-conscious around the pool for the entire week? You couldn't buy the clothes that you wanted to. You know, when you look back at pictures, you hate what you see. Um, you just didn't feel comfortable because you might be creating a memory on holiday. But how memorable was it? And was it memorable in a good way? Were you even able to be present and just totally relax and enjoy yourself? Or were you spending more time worrying about how you look, how you feel, um, and generally just feeling disengaged? Because if we can actually connect more and, and be more present because we're actually happier in ourselves and, and with our body and we have more confidence and we feel more fulfilled, these memories are more memorable and they're memorable for the right reasons. And it's just a totally different way to live. And you actually remember the holidays for the great times you had, for being able to walk around the pool, you know, with, with the 
not many clothes on you, just your swimwear, um, and just to be able to not worry about it. Because what I find with a lot of people is, and I've said this to most of you before, happy, you know, career, happy in a relationship, happy with friends and family, you know, good money, living a great life. And the one thing that is that burden that is always on your mind and just weighing you down and draining your energy is that you're not happy in your own skin and how you look. So you can imagine if we can sort of piece the missing um, piece of the jigsaw, then it can be pretty exciting. Um, and finally, just a better quality of life, you know, better mood, better energy, just everything. OK, and, and, and that is the, the power of that. So we've talked about the biggest problems and we've talked about what is this again. So now I want to go through the solution. And the solution is a framework called MOPE, so M-O-P-E, that I'm going to be running through individually. And then we're going to talk about the actual plan itself. Um, and MOPE stands for Mental Shift, Organised prioritize and execute. And if we can get these four things right, trust me when I say you can get in the best shape of your life this summer and feel incredible whilst doing it, as well as enjoying yourself and uh, having the best time. So we're gonna talk about it, a mental shift. As you know, everything stems from within. Like if you don't believe that you can do both, well, you're not gonna do it in the first place because it's your beliefs that influence your behaviors and actions. Okay, so that's a big one. So we have to go through a mental shift and we're going to talk about that in the next one. Um, organized, we have to be organized. Okay, so we're not second guessing. We're not leaving our goal to chance and everything is catered around our goal of getting great face for summer and feeling our absolute best. Then we look at prioritize and this is really important because, you know, we have to actually, to prioritize something, we have to value it. So we have to value enjoying our life and, and going out and socializing and, and having the best time, but you have to value getting in great shape as well so that we prioritize both. Um, and that is a recipe for success. Um, and then finally, we have to execute, you know, so that you actually take action and make it happen. You can have all the frameworks, all the support, all the resources you need, but if you can't execute, take action and make it happen, well then what's the point? So we're gonna go through this and this is the plan. This is everything that you need to know to get in great shape for summer whilst enjoying yourself. And this framework you can apply forever. Um, it's bulletproofed, it works, it's proven, um, and it's epic, okay? And we're gonna go through each individual section. And like I mentioned, this is more logistics we will touch on within each um, section of the MOPE framework, but also it's deeper than that. And I've tried to do it as an actual framework because without the initial framework and foundations, the logistical stuff doesn't happen. As you know, in your own fat loss journey and, and in your own health and fitness journey, you know, the training and nutrition, yeah, that surface level stuff, that works itself out. It's everything internal and the lifestyle that caters um, and allows that to happen to the extent that it does. So let's get into the plan then. We're gonna start off with the mental shifts. This was M in the MOAC framework. Um, and what I've done here is I've just created four affirmations and questions that you can build into your daily routine to really instill belief and make this summer your best yet, okay? The time when you finally gain control of your, of your body and achieve the physique that you want. And you can do any that you want. This is just for examples. Um, so you can write them down. You can take a screen grab of this. Um, obviously it'll be recorded if you wanna check it then. Um, but I'm just gonna read them out and explain them a little bit more. So this is something that you can build into your, every single morning, okay? During summer, because we know, I know what your goal is, and we know that it's hard and there's challenges. So if you can just start to instill the belief that 
it's a non-negotiable, it's inevitable, and, and you believe in yourself, it will influence your actions and it will mean that the O, P and the E of the MOAT framework um, work as best they can. So yeah, affirmation number one, I am getting in great shape for summer whilst enjoying myself. Okay, you're saying what you want. I want to get in great shape whilst enjoying myself. And I'm living proof that it is manifesting into reality. What I've done there is say that it is um, manifesting into a reality. So I'm bringing an actual element of it's happening instead of just a I hope it's it's manifesting. It's a reality. Um, number two, I have that resilience, awareness and ability to manage any challenges that come my way. OK, because a lot of doing both in conjunction with each other is just having the resilience, the ability um, and the awareness to actually manage and navigate your way through challenges because it's more navigating challenges than it actually is logistics. OK, this is the summer that I achieve my best physical shape yet, impacting my life in so many positive ways. I just know it. So you're making a statement that this is the summer I get in the best shape of my life, impacting your life in many ways. So that keeps you connected to your reason why that, as I talked about, we can lose uh, when motivation is lower because of the distractions. And then I just know it. You're making it seem a reality, not I hope to be in the best you know, shape for summer. No, I know it. OK, it's inevitable. And it's not cockiness. It's that just in a little hour of internal confidence that really changes your belief system internally. Um, and finally, with challenge comes change. I embrace them. I enjoy them and I overcome them. Again, instilling the belief that I'll embrace the challenges. I'll embrace the, the weekend vendors that I've got planned. I'll embrace the, you know, the spontaneous social that I have to deal with. I'll embrace them and I'll enjoy it um, and it'll take me to where I want to be. So first of all, we have to have that mental shift. Um, and that is the first framework to follow. So moving on, we're going to touch on organize. Now, this is probably for me, like one of the most important, um, important ones. And, and if you follow these things, like you will just bulletproof your ability to, to get to where you want to be this summer. Um, first of all, purchase a weekly planner. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago in the huddle, 20 to 30 quid on Amazon. And essentially you open a page and it's got the entire week in front of you with a space to journal, with a space to write lists, with a clear cut understanding of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with hours in the day, and you can just get everything down. Why is that good? Because we're seeing everything from a bird's eye view. Okay, in life, we get so stuck in the now, we, we, our optics, our vision is blurred. We can't see actually how everything looks. This is very important for being organized. Okay, with a lot of you, You'll have a work calendar. So all your work stuff is, is on a laptop that you don't access until your working hours. You might have a few post-it notes on, on your, you know, on your desk for like life jobs that have just cropped up in your head. Downstairs in your fridge, you'll have a calendar with like family events and things. And it's, it's messy, right? It's all over the place. Whereas if we can put it in one page, open up and we've got a full map of our week, we can diarize everything that we need to. So we guarantee we're going to move the needle um, with our goals. So that's a really big one. And I've got one as well um, that I use. And I mean, I would be lost without this. Like I just love it and live with it. So yeah, highly recommend purchasing a weekly planner. That is the first thing. Second of all, make sure your weekly food shop is a non-negotiable. This is massive. Okay, when it comes to calorie buffering and, and making them adjustments at the start of your day, as I've mentioned before, that's all well and good. But if you don't have food in your fridge and cupboards, you're not going to be able to execute that. Say you're going out for an evening meal and you're like, right, I need to cut back in the day. 
So I'm going to fast until lunchtime and then I'm going to have a big vegetable omelette, which is literally like 200 calories and a big filling plate of nutritious food with protein and vegetables and everything else. But what happens if you don't have any veg or exit because you're not organized and you haven't got your weekly food shop? You'll just have to, and you're hungry. So you'll go, oh, I'll just quickly whip up a sandwich. And that's 500 calories gone of something that's not even filled you. And that's why having a weekly food shopping is important, especially for them times where we need to make adjustments. We want high voluminous foods in, fruit, veg, and obviously your protein sources as well. So that's uh, tip number two that we need to stick to. Uh, number three, pre-log your food the day before a social. A lot of menus now actually have the calories on. So if you're going to say a meal tomorrow night and you know where you're going, you've had a look at the menu, choose what you're going to have. Okay, look at the calories and just quick add it, you know, nice and simple. It doesn't take long. And just being extra organized, we're accounting for it. So if you've logged 1,500 calories for, for a big meal, you know, tomorrow evening, it means you can work back and make adjustments at the start of your day to still stay in your daily calories. If you have to spill over, that's fine because now you've got the vision and the ability to go, right, well, I've cut back this much. I've spilled over by 300, but it's fine. I've got Saturday and Sunday where I'll just minus 150. Okay, so we're just being a little bit more organized with it. And, you know, pre-logging your food the day before a social um, is a great one. Now, even if the calories aren't on the menu, there are a couple of other options and I'll talk about it sort of in the next one anyway, um, but we can add the single ingredients um, of a meal. Okay, if we, so if we've decided we're having a burger, we can actually add it individually. So at least we're accounted for it a little bit, or we can just quick add using the rule of thumb of around 750 to 1000 calories um, you know, for a main and a starter. So that is um, a couple of tips there. Moving on, front load your workouts, never miss a Monday. This is uh, a corny mantra, but it's one that delivers every single time. Okay, how many times do you wake up on a Monday you might have had a few drinks on Sunday with your Sunday roast or you might have just had a really busy weekend and you decide, you know what, I'm going to have a line tomorrow. So I'll miss my Monday workout um, and I'll start Tuesday. And then work's crazy busy. And before you know it, it's Wednesday. And then you're like, right, I'm going to do my workouts. And then you realize you're only at home for two more days and you're going away for the weekend. And suddenly you've got five sessions to do in two days and it's like it's not happening. OK, and that's why if we front load the workouts, typically um, all depends on when you're going and what you're doing. It just means that our sessions are getting boxed off because because come Thursday, Friday, there's a lot of moving parts with the weekend. So front load your workouts, never miss a Monday. So you're ticking them boxes and getting them in. Um, scheduling walks, especially around socials. You know, I'll, I'll talk about it again in the next one a little bit more. Walking is so important and I will delve into that and why. Um, but schedule them in around your socials. You know, I live. 15 minutes uh, drive away or a taxi away from Leeds City Centre, um, or I can get into Leeds in about 45 minutes if I walk 20 minutes, you know, 25 minutes to the train station, wait for a train and then get on the train. Okay, so if I'm going out in Leeds for a meal or if I'm going out to meet friends or going anywhere, can I walk? Can I get a train? Can I sort of build that into the social? Okay, so yes, it's, it, you need an extra 45 minutes to, to be able to do that. And you know, it depends how much time you've got. But if we can do that, then you're ticking boxes because by the time I get to the social, I'm five or six thousand steps in, I've just been rallying them up. OK. And then also with socials, like a great example is if you're going to see friends for the weekend or you're staying with your family for the weekend. You know, obviously you want to see them and spend great time. And that's amazing. So why don't you offer a suggestion? Oh, Saturday, we're going out for lunch. Why don't we do a little 
uh, walk after or, you know, after afternoon tea, why don't we go for a little walk as a family and, you know, try and influence what you do in socials as well, because, you know, it's it's a great way to inspire and challenge other people, but also, um, you know, it helps serve your purpose as well. Um, and that's a big one for me. You know, whenever we see friends, um, they say, oh, what do you want to do for the weekend? Can't wait to see it. I'm always like, I walk every day and I'm happy. Um, so I always get everyone going. And it, it's nice because then every time you see them friends, it's, yeah, we have food, yeah, we have drinks, but, oh, we always go for a big walk on the Sunday and spend some nice time outdoor. And you'll find you actually have better times with people because there's less distractions and you're just present outside. So, yeah, definitely get the walk scheduled in. Um, so moving on then, we're going to move on to the P, which is prioritise. Um, and this is uh, this is a good one and, and thought provoking. So if you're having a meal out in the evening and drinks, which is great. So Saturday evening, what should you prioritise in the day? OK, and that's the question I want to ask, because. If you're doing that in the evening, that's great. That's your choice. You're going to have a great time and enjoy yourself. But then if your goal is getting in great shape and fat loss, your priorities at the start of your day should allow for the evening. OK, it should account for it. If, if your goal wasn't fat loss and you just wanted to maintain and whatever, fine. But if your goal is fat loss, if your goal is weight loss, we have to account for it. You're not accounting for it so that you don't have to feel guilty. You're accounting for it so you lose body fat and weight loss whilst in conjunction with enjoying yourself. So that's a bit of a mindset shift as well. Um, but what should you prioritize? Well, steps, exercise, reducing your calories, potentially fasting. OK, these are all things. And Again, if we're organized with our diary, we can pre-plan this and, and make sure that we do prioritize at the start of the day. Um, be calorie efficient. OK, think of calories like like money. OK, you get paid a certain amount of money, you budget your money and you would never just waste it on anything that doesn't serve its purpose. So why waste calories? OK, budget your calories like you budget your money and spend wisely. Why are you going to waste a 500 calories? on a sandwich uh, and a bag of crisps when you could spend 200 calories on a massive voluminous tuna and egg mayo salad um, before you social, okay? And you've saved 250 calories, it all adds up, okay? And again, it all links into being organized in the first place, um, but just being calorie efficient. Think high volume foods, low calorie, okay? And a, an example that I actually posted a couple of weeks ago on Instagram was an entire punnet of strawberries is 112 calories. Okay, that's 400 grams. You know, the massive punnet of strawberries, loads of volume. Okay, a little Twix was 112 calories. And it's about this big, okay, compared to a massive punnet of strawberries. Same calories, but one's got a lot more volume. And that's what I mean about being calorie efficient. Step, steps, uh, and more steps. So as we know, every single day, our body burns a certain amount of energy. 70% is due to your basal metabolic rate, which is the rate at which you burn calories at rest. This is so your body can function and also depends how much muscle you have got. So we can influence that long-term by building more muscle. So we burn more calories at rest um, and, and a few lifestyle things. So yes, we can control that, but it's sort of longer term, okay? What can we actually influence and control on a daily basis to burn more energy? Well, 70% your BMR, there's another 30%. 5% is, is through exercise. So your set gym session, your set run. 10% is through digesting foods, okay? The thermic effect of food, because when we eat food, we, we process it, we digest it, our body heats up, 
we expand energy. But then 15%, so the biggest thing in our control every single day is your daily movement. Now, that's not just your step goal. That's like me now standing at my standing desk rather than sitting. It's fidgeting. It's hand gestures. It's just movement in general. But as you know, your step goal is a massive contribute to that. So just by focusing on steps, steps, steps and steps, you're going to ensure that you're expending as much energy as possible. And I'll tell you now, this is the one of the biggest lessons I got from my own recent journey when I did my photo shoot, getting to that lean physique that I never believed I could. Literally, I was doing about 20,000 steps a day. Now, that is not realistic for a lot of you that have busy office jobs and, and uh, you know, um, working from home. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to have a job where I have quite a lot of flexibility. But what I had to do is prioritize getting up in the morning to get more steps in. OK, so I went to bed an hour earlier at night and I got up at 5 a.m. every morning. OK, and I was still feeling fresh because I actually went to bed an hour earlier. But that allowed me, me prioritizing that gave me, well, after I got ready and stuff. Yeah, probably about 40 minutes in the morning to get more steps in. There was another 6K. You know, I always do around 10 to 12. So you can see how suddenly just by prioritizing walking, I found a way. I believe that I could do it. And before you know it, I'm hitting 18 to 20K steps a day. Um, and the weight just flew off like absolutely crazy. So yeah, step, steps and more steps has to be a priority. Um, account for socials properly. It's not an effort. Like if you value your goal, account for things properly, okay? Don't get me wrong. If you're ever going on like, if you've got a full day out, say, you know, you're going to, I don't know, Liverpool for the day and you're having drinks all day, food all day. I don't expect you to track that. It's really hard. It is what it is. Account for it, move on. But if you've got little things like you're going out for lunch or you're going out for dinner or you're going out for breakfast or you're going around to a friend's, we can still track that. OK, and don't be lazy, because what happens is it'll be Friday. You'll track your breakfast and then you're quite busy at work and you think, oh, I need to track my lunch. And then you go, ah, oh, just leave it. I'm going out tonight anyway, so I can't track that. OK, and then you wake up Saturday and you think, oh, we've got a really busy day. Right, we're off out for lunch. Oh, I'm just not going to track. Do you know what? I just won't track this weekend. I'll get back to it on Monday. Okay, that's 42.9% or whatever it is. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, gone of tracking. Nearly half your week and arguably one of the most important times of your day to control. So that's where we have to learn to account for socials properly. Okay, and, and a great example of this is if you're going out for a meal, I don't expect you to sit around the table, get your phone out and try and log it. Okay, but what I did the other day, and it's a great little technique, is take a picture of the meal. Okay, so I went out for a large uh full English breakfast, took a picture of it. And then later in the day, you know, after we'd finished the meal and got back and had a few minutes to myself, all I did was add this single ingredient using supermarket brands because, you know, we know that it's actually accurate. And it meant that I accounted for that social. Whereas I could have just gone, oh, I couldn't track it. It was too hard. Leave it. Now you can, but you just don't have to do it right then, you know, there and now. You can either do it beforehand if you're organized or if not, Take a picture, do it after when you've got quiet time. It's better than nothing. Okay, please come away from the all or nothing mindset. Something is better than nothing. Okay, things are hard. There are always going to be challenges. But the more you can account for socials, trust me, the more clarity you'll have on how much you've spilled over or how much leeway you can have. Because what I used to do when I first started on my own journey years ago when it came to the weekends, I'd save calories, I'd do all that. And then I'd just say, right, I'm not tracking the whole weekend and I'm just going to go for it. But then I just sort of, because I lost that element of tracking and thought it's a free weekend, 
I fell into that all or nothing mindset and I fell into the going way overboard, okay, which I would have avoided if I'd accounted for it. Um, finally, long-term success over short-term satisfaction, okay? You have to realize that to achieve your goal, there's gonna have to be sacrifices that you make, okay? So we have to make short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. Just because you make sacrifices now, it doesn't mean you're gonna have to do them forever, okay? A really good example is, could you cut out alcohol completely? Okay, you might think, no, I can't, I like it too much. Okay, well, if you're not prepared to do that, could you reduce it a little bit? Instead of a bottle of wine, could you have half a bottle and then move on to water or you know, a, a Diet Coke or something? Okay, what are you prepared to do right now to achieve your goal? Because if we can get into the habit of thinking long-term, then we're gonna do the things short-term that are gonna be the catalyst to get there. Because what you have to remember is these things are not gonna happen forever. Okay, you're not gonna cut out alcohol completely and never be able to drink it again but if you did that for three months to fast track your progress and get you to where you want to be then that's going to be very beneficial so just remember long-term success over short-term satisfaction so moving on then this is the final section and we're going to talk about the plan and this is execution okay actually being able to execute it which is everything we can have all the planning all the resources all the implementation but if we don't take action and if we don't make it happen, it's not going to happen. OK, as you know, information is useless without implementation. So we need to be able to execute. And that's what I'm going to talk about now. Um, and this goes on so nicely from what I was saying. Discipline is absolutely essential in your journey, but more so than ever during summer. OK, discipline over motivation. Motivation is bullshit. It's temporary. OK, it's when we're in a good mood. If I tracked my days and, and saw how many times I'm in a good mood versus not, it's probably even. Sometimes it's probably less. Okay, and that is the reality of life with everything that's going on, um, you know, from whatever it is in your personal life, your business, your relationships, etc. So we have to think about discipline. Okay, and always just remember your reason why. Let your reason why influence all your decisions. And that's why driving that reason why into your affirmations at the start of your day helps you to remember why you're doing this and gives you that extra air of discipline. Stop avoiding hard work. No one said this was going to be easy. You know, you can have all the support, all the structure, all the resources that you need, you know, the best coach in your corner, the best community, everything. Okay, but you're still gonna have to work hard. It's not just gonna fall on your lap. You know, you're very career driven and successful. You know, congratulations, you've progressed, I'm sure. You're proud of yourself and your achievements. You have to work hard to get there. You haven't just fallen into the job role. You know, you've had to go through challenges. You've had to, you know, have sleepless nights. You've had to be worried about things and, and have to do presentations in front of people and get out your comfort zone. So why is it different for your health and fitness goal? Why do you flake on it? Why do you avoid working hard? Okay, there's no fast track to success. We have to work hard. We can make it easier for ourselves and we can work on the right things but we have to work hard, so stop avoiding it. Lean into it and just enjoy it. Like, if you can enjoy challenges and that fear and that anxiety and that unknown, then uh, you'll, you'll do well because, you know, they're always there, challenges. Um, be better. This is a mantra that I've always uttered to myself in times of, of getting myself motivated. All right, come on, let's snap out of it. Just be better. You know, you deserve, you deserve it. 
and your future self will thank you. Okay, just be better and think about the future that you want to create because it's not just about you, it's about everyone around you. People look up to you, your partners, your friends, your peers. You know, you're a leader and an inspiration to more people than you realize. So be better for your future and theirs, and uh, you'll only have yourself to thank. So, yeah, if you're ever feeling a little bit in a mood, you know, or, or you're in one of them moods where you're just not doing what you need to do, just tell yourself, be better. Okay, because your future self will thank you. Big one. Um, if you believe that you can, you will. Because if you believe that you can't, you can't. All right. And if you believe that you can, do both. And even though it's hard, even though there's challenges, if you genuinely believe that, yeah, do you know what? I've got the, the framework. I can do this. And you believe in that, you will prove yourself right. Okay. And every time, like if you, but if you believe you can't, sorry, you'll prove yourself right as well. And that's why you need to believe you can and prove yourself right. And if you believe that you can, you do what you need to do. You tick the boxes every single day. You get into flow state. There's no pressure because you believe in yourself. You're doing what you need to and you prove yourself right. And I just wanted to finish with a final one. Um, get up and get it. OK, this is another little mantra that I love. Get up and get it, because at the end of the day, you should be energized by your outcome. Okay, by the thought and the, the, yeah, the thought of achieving your goal, the thought of finally being comfortable in your own skin, finally being able to control your body, finally looking in the mirror and being happy with what you see, that should energize you. You shouldn't need to be motivated. If you're not energized by the, the potential outcome, then what are you doing? Get up and get it. Okay, and especially the fact that you're in a supportive community with a coach, with resources, with education, with training, with nutrition. Like you've got the framework. So get up and get it and uh, lean into it and, and just be energized and, and be proactive. Don't just sit there, be reactive and overwhelmed. Just lean into it, take action um, and get up and get it. And that is going to bring the uh, the training to a close. So I hope that you enjoyed that. I feel like I've been talking for a while. So I'm going to have a little sip of my drink. Does anybody have any questions while we're on the live? I'll give you 30 seconds. If not, no worries. And uh, we'll end it there. Any questions, we all good? Perfect. All right, I'll end it there. But yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed that. What I will do, um, as always, is upload this. So if you've got any follow-up questions, pop them in the Facebook post below or reach out on Signal and I'll be happy to answer. Um, but I hope that you enjoyed that. Follow the Moat framework and you cannot go wrong. Um, and look forward to getting in the best shape of your life this summer whilst enjoying yourself. And uh, yeah, it's going to be good times for sure.